Prepare yourselves for a journey through history. Get equipped for some action. Grab your rocket launchers and machine guns and get to the Jabba! This is the Last Action Podcast Legend of Retro Crossover Spectacular. GameZillaMedia.com It's time for the Last Action Podcast! Pop quiz, hot shot. Hey, I feel the need, the need for speed. We can kill it. I have come here to chew bubble gum and kick ass. And I'm all out of bubble gum. Come with me if you want to live. Welcome, everybody, to the Last Action Podcast. I am LPJ, your ever-present host for the Last Action Podcast. And joining me. Again, at long last, the return, the one, the only, Xander. No springs. All right. Don't you dare take this away from me. I'm sorry. Neither of you. But I'm welcome back. I'm glad to see you. Yeah. You know, I, I just have to tell our listeners. This is how this went. LPJ contacts me, and and actually comes comes to my house on his hands and knees. This is not true. Begging. None me. of this is true. Sphinx, we need you so bad to be on these crossover episodes. I, I'm going to give you half of my paycheck this for is, this job. This is one of those parts this. you're going to edit out, right? No, mm-hmm. yeah, not like, at all, because yep. this is totally how this happened. So I am here once again. Hope everyone's doing all right. Let me tell you what really happened. What really happened was Joe couldn't be here, so you're my second choice. Nope, that's not what happened <laughs> at all, actually. <laughs> not at all. Anyway, we have some guests here, don't we? <coughs> we do. well, hold on, let's back up a little bit. Let's well, actually talk I, about I, the genesis. I'm ready of this. to move on here. No, let's talk about the real genesis of this. This is something we've been cooking up for a long time. That's very true. long time. This is we've been talking about this for at least four months now. I'd say longer than that. Probably longer than that. Yeah. I feel like nerd barbecue back in July. Which actually, was like that, nine, that is where ten that ago. is where it started. Actually, back in July is when it started. Uh, the second month of us doing this podcast, uh, but we've been trying to kick off this crossover event with the Legend of Retro because we. You know, there's a lot of movies that have video games. And uh, there's a couple really, really good movie franchises that have really, really good video game tie-ins. And this is one of them. So we brought the Legend of Retro guys here. We have Chops and Xander. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Say hi. Hi, Sphinx. I've been saying hi. Hi, LPJ. Barged in. Sorry. What's up, up, Chops? So welcome, guys. Thanks for having us. No problem. We have been looking forward to this mm, yeah I'm, i mean i've been looking forward to the topic at the very least i'd say half the group has half, but probably a quarter i'm probably the only one who's been really looking forward i mean to really it. I, I was hoping that glitch and craig would be here instead of you two but oh also. oh well i can see myself out <laughs> all right see you later man. down this manhole cover <laughs> oh what a segue what are we talking about today we are talking about teenage mutant ninja Turtles. Yes. Turtle power. Not the reboot. We're talking about the original 1990 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Mm-hmm. That is correct, which came out on March 30th. That's right. So, do you know what the budget was for this film? It was not much. This, my friend, was much. an independent film, believe it or not. Yes, yes. The highest grossing independent film at its time, yeah. Yep. So, it had a $13.5 million budget, which is a third of a fellow movie from 1989, Batman, which we've done an episode on that original we Batman did. movie. Um, this is a third of that budget. But did you see its success at the bo- box office? I did. 
<laughs> Unbelievable. I could not believe it when I saw it. How much money did it make? $202 million. That's worldwide, though, right? It, it is, is worldwide. worldwide. But still, it, it was not as big of a success here in the United States as it was overseas. Yeah, it was. What are you talking about? It was about $66 million from what I remember. Was it? No, here? Yeah, I thought it was about sixty six. No, 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 no. Here was it was something crazy like one hundred thirty five million. Here was it? I don't think then the sixty six so. was global. I think I the sixty six, we'll the additional sixty six, was global. Yeah. Okay. I'm checking right now. Regardless, I mean that is a huge successful movie right there. It is, especially for obviously an independent film, which could they couldn't find they couldn't find anyone to actually finance this or help them finance it and uh, and distribute it. It took them a long time, and the long shot was. Uh, New Line. New Line actually picked it up, and they were known mostly for B film, B movies, and horror films. Yeah, up up and coming New Line Cinema, <laughs> who is probably are they still around? They're still well known, right? Line? Yeah, they're definitely still yeah, around. they're still around. I when I was doing my blogs on horror movies, um, I was watching with Deadite the the Nightmare on Elm Street, and that's really the movie that brought New Line Cinema into being. It was about to go under uh, until that movie brought everything back. So here we are, just five years later. With Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, a gigantic hit. So the worldwide was two hundred one, almost two hundred two million. Yep. Uh, Non-US was sixty six million. That's oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, one hundred thirty five. So I flipped. I, it. I, I, I yeah. messed that up. <laughs> My bad. It's all good. My B. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we, I, we got that. All right. So <laughs> so glad you're here. Yes. So the director of this film is Steve Barron. Yeah, he uh, he hasn't done <laughs> much. For someone to you, say something. You may know Steve Barron. <laughs> you may know Steve Barron from the Aha music video "Take on Me." Oh, Ooh. I, the, I'm not even done yet. There, I'm going to step in in a minute. <laughs> or the Dire Straits video, uh, uh, "Money for Nothing." Uh, Keep going. Or, or I got a whole list, man. You know what? Please regale yes, us because I I think I love Steve Barron because of music videos, not because of. Actual cinema movies. Is this That's where, right. but is this he where did, you realize he you did Conehead? Is this where you realize you have a secret crush on him? It kind of was. He did Billy Jean, Summer of '69, uh, Don't You Want Me from the Human League, Rosanna, Africa, and then he did two of the Bond. Um, music videos as well for your eyes only and the living daylights and that's still only maybe like a fifth of his 80s music videos that yeah he's done. he did so many he music did a lot videos. of toto and, and he did and and you know take on me and billy jean are some of the most classic music videos of all time well in dire straits it was the first yeah. like big uh computer graphic uh yeah you're right computer that's animated right, right. good call anything. so i mean he's a pioneer in music videos i would not say the same for his movies but um, this is his second directorial um, film. He did Electric Dreams. I don't know anything about Electric Dreams. I, I don't even know what that is. I don't either. I have Electric Dreams. That's At night. Fantastic. Are you a robot sheep? Wait, electric sheep having... I don't remember nope. what that saying is. Mm-mm. Moving on. Anyway. Oh, right. And Conan was number three. But um, the other thing that happened to Steve Barron, though, was he was pretty much forced out near the end of production for this film. He yeah, was. He was, he was taking it in a really dark direction. <laughs> yes, he was. And people were not happy with that, and they definitely kind of pushed him out. That came from uh, a podcast called I Was There Too. Which I listened to that the, podcast Yeah, from the beginning when it first released. I've been listening to it ever since. It okay. actually just recently ended, but... Uh, yeah, I, have I you listened, listened to, to this episode? I just listened to it, refreshed it today. Is oh, okay, cool. Anything else to, to say about it? Or? Uh, not specifically from the podcast on that front, but I, as far as things that were changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so you remember when when Tatsu is 
fighting. Um, he gets, had, like has his hissy fit. He has his hissy fit. And he knocks that room. kids down. Knocks that kid down, and like uh, he, he the kid actually dies, but they edit in. Mm. You know, in post, somebody's saying that he's still alive or he's breathing or something yeah. along those lines. But initially, the kid died, and that's how that's how the director had it laid out. That's kind of like that GI Joe movie you made. Oh, me totally. Watch where um, what's his name died? Did, did you just say that GI Joe movie? Yeah, no, it is GI <laughs> Joe, Real American Hero, the animated movie. Get it right. Whatever. Pay its respects. I do have a question. Yes, is did he want it to be a darker movie because of the comic book? Because the comic book is darker too, right? Well, that's the thing. Um, this film has been kicking around for quite a while. They didn't. Th- this was they said before the TV show, the cartoon. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was being kicked around. Pop quiz, hot shot. I have a pop quiz for you. Is that what that sound means? That's that's exactly what that sound oh, okay. means. So, the first person. Uh, who was the first person to pitch the idea of a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle movie to the creators, Eastman and Laid, Laird? David Bowie. No. Uh, Mark Miller. No, that's a really good guess, and I would love to see a Mark Miller Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, but no. Xander? Frank Miller? No, Roger Corman. Oh. Roger okay. Corman, in the 80s, initially pitched this to him. Um, the idea, however, was to have the Turtles played by f- four comedians who were popular at the time... Gallagher, Sam Kinison, Bobcat Goldthwait, and Billy Crystal. Oh my God, that would be awful. <laughs> That'd be amazing. No, that would be awesome. No, and they that would be, would be awful. And they would just be men painted green wearing plastic shells on their back. That sounds wow. amazing. That's what Roger Corman wanted to do. Can, Ooh, can we can walk we... down this for a little bit? <laughs> so I want everybody to sit themselves in this. Who reality. would be? Who would be Leonardo? Well, oh, I would Billy Crystal for yeah, sure. Who's the Billy, leader? I, yeah, I, no, that makes sense. It'd Billy, Billy Crystal be Leonardo. All right, Donatello. Sam Kinison would obviously be Raphael. No, no, no. I would say Gallagher because he's more destructive. No, Gallagher would be Donatello, I think, you because think Gallagher so? has is a prop comic. He comes with up with all the okay, different all right, gadgets. All right. Okay, all right, I'll give you that. <clears throat> Sam Kinison's the loud one. He would probably be Michelangelo. He'd probably be Michelangelo, and then Bobcat Goldthwait, maybe he's, Raphael, because he's, he's just kind of off the off, off the wall. See, I would picture. Yes, he doesn't really fit. Maybe, but well, them. Sam Kinison's the angry one, and yeah, Raphael's the angry was, one. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. And Bobcat Goldthwait is kind of the goofy he's one. Yeah, kind of the nervous one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But the is question that, is, who would the rap be? Who would who would be Splinter? Who would be Splinter? Robin Williams. Bob Maybe. Hope. Didn't Robin Bob Williams? Billy Crystal? Uh, Billy Crystal uh, was really into the idea. Guy. It's got to be Bob Hope. Bill Cosby? Well, you need a dry man, a straight man. <laughs> Bill Cosby. Maybe, maybe then. No, he'd be Shredder, <laughs> wouldn't he? Oh. oh. Eey, moving on. <laughs> so, yeah. So, that was, uh, so, this movie's been kicking around for a long time, and this film was actually written based on the first like couple arcs of the original comic. Mm-hmm. They added in all the comedy stuff later on, all the cartoon stuff, I'm sorry, later on after the cartoon became a big success and that's what kind of perpetuated this movie being made. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's when things like the comedy got added in and where they decided to start lightening things up. That was halfway through production when um, New Line got involved and Golden Harvest got involved. Uh, they wanted to make it, bring in more of the cartoon element to make it appeal to more kids. Which, which going from there, we should talk a little bit about Jim Henson. We should, definitely, for two reasons. Yeah. So, first off, the, the turtle costumes are developed from the Jim Henson creative shop. Jim Henson himself. Yeah. And this was actually pretty much his last project. Yeah. Um, he died a month and a half after this movie was released. Um, 
I knew that he had died like around this time. I didn't know he was so young. He was only 53. He was super young when he died, yeah. And he, it, it's some weird disease that he had. Um, yep. Or sickness that he felt that he came down with. And it was like a complete surprise overall. Um, but I, I was really surprised. Um, so for, for the most part, yeah, it's, you know, our Splinter is a puppet. Um, and then our, our Ninja Turtles themselves are, there are people in them. Pop quiz, hot shot. Oh, you're interrupting me. Go ahead. I am. Who was the main puppeteer and voice of Splinter? Kevin Clash. Correct. What else did Kevin Clash? Elmo, isn't he? Uh-huh. He's Elmo. He was also recently yeah, he... fired from Sesame Street for... Some sexual allegations. Some, uh, some do you, strange why allegations. Why do you have to keep bringing down the Ninja Turtles with these <laughs> alleged... <laughs> yeah. I mean, Corey Feldman was also the voice of one of them, and that didn't go well. Nope. No, it did not. Yeah, it's crazy to think that, you know, Elmo is uh, a splinter. I had no idea until I was doing my research. <laughs> splinter, you're here! <laughs> I too the way of ninjutsu. <laughs> Elmo's world. Splinter's world. Blah, blah, blah. Ninja turtles, do what I say. This episode's already gone off the rails. Well, yep. <laughs> I'm just here to provide comic relief to your terrible conversation. <laughs> it's working so far, I guess. Oh, uh, man. So the suits themselves, though, were incredibly complicated. Yes. Um, and the most, uh, the most technologically advanced uh, animatronics ever made at the time. Yes. Very, very detailed. And um, apparently the guy that was in Raphael. Josh Pace. Thank you. Yep. When it's he is Pace. in the scene for the first time when we meet Casey Jones yes, and is. they're fighting in the park, um, he gets his head thrown into the garbage can. Yes, you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was the, so, the stunt man. That was the stunt man. Yeah. You're right, it was the stunt man. And so he ends up, the, the, the nose pretty much shatters in him and he ends up like breaking his nose through that process. That's correct. So Is he the, also the one who was claustrophobic? Yes. Yes. So they, they literally, after every scene, have to like, oh, yeah. take off his ha- his helmet because mm-hmm. he would just freak out. Yep. Which, I, would, I don't know about you. I would you. be the same way, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm trapped in a like, giant, partially latex bodysuit with an animatronic head that's probably super heavy compared to the rest of the, of the suit. Uh, I would be freaking yeah, out. Yeah, cuz he said the animatronics like moving the mouth and all that was like right like literally right in front of his mm-hmm. face and his eyes. So, uh, that would freak the shit out of and me. And originally they thought they were going to have the people who did the voicing in the suit and do the the voice work as well at the same time, right? I don't know if it's at the same time, but Raphael is the only one that did it, unless I just took Pop quiz hot shot. Well, you did, but you got it wrong. <laughs> oh, you I did. did get it wrong. You did get okay. it wrong. Yep. So, uh, there were uh, different actors for the voices and the uh, in the costumes, except for one turtle, and that one turtle is relatively famous. Do you know which turtle it is? Do you know? Space? Is it Donatello? And it's is not it Donatello. Ernie Rice Jr. I thought it was Raphael. Nope. No. It is well, uh, Leonardo. It's Michelangelo. Oh, all right. Well, we only had one left. Okay. <laughs> Who was uh, acted and voiced by Josh uh, Pace? Right. Nope. That's Raphael. Oh, Raphael. sorry. It is. He's the most famous one that I get. Hold think on, of, in my notes, Michelangelo is Robbie Rice, Robbie Wrist, Robbie Wrist. And Can't why is he famous? Um, uh, he ran a, a half marathon, no. pole mar- right. marathon, no triathlon, no. He Biathlon. tried to sleep with Elmo. He's cousin Oliver Ugh. from the Brady Bunch. He's the kid oh, they I brought on that. that tanked the show. <laughs> oh, I never watched. Well, no, he the Brady was the Bunch. voice. What's that? No, he, he was, was. He was in the costume as well. No. 
I think oh, it was no. Raphael. No, Raphael was the only one. I think like, I wrote it every, down here. This is, again, this is one of those things that, that I have podcast. it in my notes here. Josh Pace uh, does sound and physically inside uh, and he, Raphael. And Josh I Pace. I read it the other way around. No, and Josh Pace wasn't wasn't always in there. They actually had. Well, like there was a stuntman. There was a stuntman for all four of them. Because he's the one that broke his nose. A martial artist for all four of them. And then a separate voice for three of them. Josh Pace was the martial artist and the. Um, and the voice, but they also had a separate stuntman that would do a lot of the hard action. Gotcha. Which a lot of the action, they actually, you know, the the costumes were so heavy that they had to adjust the the frames per second yeah. to make it look a little bit more believable because they were, the action scenes themselves, they were moving so slow. Yeah, they, they had, had to, to drop it up. to uh, 23 uh, frames per second. Wh- which I would imagine up. those things, I mean, it's a full body suit. They got to be heavy as hell. They were hell. 70 pounds, oh, not including yeah. the head. So yeah, you I, I do apologize. I had my my facts mixed up. Apology so, yeah, accepted. Yeah, that's fine. You're just not allowed on the show anymore. Well, that's fine. Should we machine? So what I what I had that show. mixed up. So yeah, Raphael uh, Josh Pace was the actor and the voice. Robbie Rist was one of the only people who voiced Michelangelo throughout the entire. That's trilogy. correct. Yep. Okay. That's what I had mixed up. No, yep. you're good. No, you're definitely right about that. Um, yeah. So this Would- is definitely one of the an amazing feat of of technological skill for all these particular costumes. Which, I mean, I, I literally watched this movie today and- For the I, first I, time? No, not for the first okay. time, which we actually haven't discussed that, that yet. No, we'll we'll that my next question. Um, the, the last thing I, I wanted to say, though, is that I think this movie looked surprisingly good after watching this today. Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, totally. Um, I, I was impressed. I really thought it was going to look a little lame. But... It held up. because it, no, it absolutely holds up. I think it was because it was more practical effects. You know, it yeah. wasn't bad CG or or- I mean, you have Jim Henson involved in developing the physical aspect of of, of the turtle, so like you're going to get high high quality from him. Sure. Yep. So yeah, we can go uh, go around and and share our first experiences with this movie or, or any other. Um, I don't know. Well, I would imagine about this I would film. like to go first because I don't remember, but LPJ probably does. Yeah, I, I would, I would, I would make a safe bet here that my experience seeing this movie for the first time is vastly different than the three of yours. Mine, I went not opening night necessarily, but it was right when it came out to the theaters with several of my friends to see this. This was one of the first movies we kind of all went and saw together as a group, um, and I loved it right from the get go. I mean, it was 100 percent in our wheelhouse. How old would you have been? Uh, I would have been 10. 10? Okay. Yeah. No, actually, when did this come out? This was March. March of March, 1990. So then I would have been 9. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I was 4, and this was probably when I was first getting into Ninja Turtles, which I was a huge Ninja Turtle kid. Me too. Um, Like, I was obsessed with it. Um, You know, had all the games uh, up to that time, um, had all the action figures, um, had everything. You know, Did, just, did you have the van? I did have the van, and have, I had the um, the, the sewer. Yep, yep. Nice. I still have the sewer, I and, I, awesome. and I had the techno the techno drone. The techno drone. I, yeah. I, sure oh. I didn't have the techno drone until way, I found it at a at a garage sale way later. Oh man! So I mean, I I loved it, and and this movie, I was too young to see it in the theater, but you know, my dad, as we've mentioned so many times on our show, recorded it on on TV or pay per view or whatever it was, and it was just always on constant rotation when when I was a kid. So. I remember watching this movie a lot when I was little. So, yeah. So I was also a huge turtle. Like what what you guys have with GI Joe was my Ninja Turtles. What everybody else has with Transformers, that's my Ninja Turtles. Um, I have never not seen a Ninja Turtles movie. Uh, not or hang on, 
I've always been at the opening night of a Ninja Turtles movie. So I saw this the day Even it came the out. Even the Michael wow, Bay that's ones? that's impressive. Yes. My brother and I have gone to see every single one the day they come out. And when the Michael Bay ones came out, we're like, do we really want to <laughs> see this? And they're like, no, but we have a tradition to uphold. Mm-hmm, okay. So even the the 2007 CG, we were we were in theaters day one. We have not missed an opening night Ninja Turtles movie. That's pretty good. Chops. Yeah. Um, I I don't know. I'm I'm sure I saw it after it had been released on VHS. Brought home. I doubt I went to the theater. Nope. But I remember watching it a lot. We watched it a lot. This was this might be the first VHS movie that I ever specifically asked for. Mm. And, I, and I remember the box. I remember oh, yeah. putting it in the v, uh, VCR a bunch. Like, uh, we had TV trays that were Ninja Turtles themed to the cartoon. Yeah. And we had all, a whole bunch of action figures. And I just, yeah, I remember watching this movie a lot as a kid. I don't I don't remember the very first time. I just frequency. Always, it's one of those things that you just were always watching it. Yeah. Did and, any of you have the... um? The Burger King uh, TV show uh, VHSs that yes. came out. I yeah, we had those. all of them. Do you really? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, we we. I, I think Al I was Bunger more obsessed with the TV show than I was the the movie here. Um, but still, it's all around the same time frame. So. This was also the first soundtrack that I owned. The oh, first movie nice. soundtrack. Oh, oh I wow! My, yeah, my, I never my, had the soundtrack for my it. My sister bought the the cassette tape for me. That's pretty cool. Which is probably a good time we can probably bring up our songs, huh? Yeah, might yeah. Well. So I believe we've got two. Uh, yeah, scheduled, there's right? really yeah, there's really two. There are a lot. Of there's songs, a lot of songs, but there are really I two that s- always stick out. Yes. Um. So the composer for the movie I had pulled up is uh Paul Duprez, I believe is his yeah. name. Yeah. Yep. Paul Duprez. Uh, who did the score, which I just recently found out has been uh, pressed on vinyl, and mm-hmm. I'm very close to ordering it. <laughs> That's pretty cool. It features all uh, all original artwork by uh, uh, Kevin Eastman. Or oh, that's neat. Yeah. And just like a new, it's like a poster for it. The the there are, I think, seven different versions of the of the soundtrack. Okay, they all it's just the score. It doesn't have any of the you know the actual music, right? Or not well, the, any the, of the, the pop music, yeah. I should say. Um, but there is uh green and blue, green and purple, green and red, green and orange for obviously for the turtles. There's black and brown for Splinter, pink and yellow for April O'Neil, and blue and white for Casey Jones. Oh cool. The turtles are all sold out, so I'm trying to figure out which if I'm gonna go Splinter or Casey Jones. But nice. Anyway. So let's play the uh this is the kind of the main theme. Yep. So it's taking everything in me to not just start reciting the lines from the movie. <laughs> oh, yeah, really? <laughs> oh, wow. <clears throat> That's one of those things. This movie. Sorry, I keep I keep quit hitting me. I keep poking chops. Leave your brother oh. alone. Sorry. I forgot how much of this movie I remember, mm-hmm. like all the dialogue, because I haven't seen it in probably 15 years, maybe longer. Oh, you poor thing. And, uh, <laughs> and as soon as the movie came on, I started reciting lines 
unconsciously. Like, mm. I didn't even realize I started doing it, and I remembered every single part of this movie. Mm. Sound, sounds like PTSD to me. <laughs> but okay. It's been probably 25 years since I've rewatched this movie. Oh, my movie. goodness. So it's just. It's been I maybe three done, months but, since I've watched it. Like, <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> but but there's definitely I I do remember a whole bunch of it too. I don't I didn't remember like the lines and oh, such man. like that, but I definitely remember the order of things. And there it was there was a lot of nostalgia today. And this song is part of that. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. It sound it starts off like Beverly Hills Cop to me. I thought the yeah, same I love thing. that. I love that. You got that synth in there, and then the brass kicks in. Mm-hmm. It's, it's and like the, and it's, it's a real great, it's a real bass. Yeah, real good bass line to it. Mm-hmm. And then you get this rare yep. guitar riff. In mm-hmm. there. And then it was a weird, the soundtrack was a weird mix of rock and like synth music. The 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 the, 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 the movie. score the score, or the sorry, actual, the score okay the, the score. score yeah because the the soundtrack itself is all very like, new jack hip-hop. swing yeah and, yeah. and like nineties hip hop yeah. And we, then the other song we got is I believe it's the closing credits right. Uh, Partners we do. in crime. <laughs> Partners in crime maybe K-R-Y-A. the greatest yeah. closing song. I will, I will of say all time. I, I don't remember this song. Well, that is LPJ ridiculous. and I can either we can either just do it for you. No, right no, no, no. Like or, like when I watched it, I didn't remember the song. I know remember the song now. So, are you sure? Because we can do it for you right now. No, there are, we there can are, go start to finish. No. There are two two songs during the credits. There's this one that starts it off, and right. then it goes into uh, 9.95, which is also awesome. It is a great I song. I love that song. Nerds. And then it goes right back into, like, it just cuts back to this for the end. Like, right. So, let's, you know what? Let's forget it. Let's just cut to this now. Okay. Ready? On the half shell, they're the heroes for In this day and age, who could ask for more? The crime wave is high with muggings mysterious All police and detectives are furious Cause they can't find the source Of this lethally evil force This is serious, so give me a quarter I was a witness, get me a reporter Call April O'Neil in on this case Hey, you better hurry up, there's no time to waste We need help like quick on the double Have pity on the city, man, it's in trouble We need heroes like the Lone Ranger When Tonto came pronto, when there was danger They didn't say we'd be there in half an hour Cause they displayed turtle power We could probably just let this go the whole time. No, it's not so good. Did you say turn it up, Nick? No. Thanks. That's, no. that's not at all. Louder? Hold on. Listen, we don't want to get sued, okay? <laughs> Maybe you two know, since you clearly know so much about this song, this song reminds me a ton of, is it Ghostbusters or Ghostbusters yeah. 2 at the end, that spirit it's, song? That's the second one. Is it the same guy? No. That's, it sounds like completely like it. No, I think that's, um, I think spirit is... Uh, no, it's not Bobby Brown. Um, well, it doesn't matter. This isn't Ghostbusters 2. Yeah. Is it Ray Parker Jr.? No, no, it's not Ray Parker Jr. I will look it up later. Yeah. But no, it's not. It's but not it sounds just like it, Because this right? is really, they didn't really have, Partners in Crime did not have much of No, not this. really. This is really it. <laughs> Which, I mean, if your hit is Turtle Power. I mean, when you get you know, lines. So I, I don't know how <laughs> you got I tried to find these. The soundtrack is, is not on iTunes, and if it was, uh, I didn't find it. But I was able to find this song on a uh, lost dance hits of the 90s, which I was surprised <laughs> by. But regardless, I was happy it was on iTunes because I bought it. Uh, wow. I just want to say that this episode's important, so give me a quarter. You were a witness? 
get you a reporter. This is the worst lines oh, ever. You're not supposed to no, feed into this. Really, these a lines really good are lines are later. To, you're supposed to it's help me. A really good I line. I stopped listening like 10 seconds into the song. I, I couldn't. I'll be honest. Like It was just <laughs> awful. From a field of weeds, the, print, the heroes rescued the flower because they possessed turtle power. That is so good. It's great. <laughs> yeah, it's, that's, it's, that is that's Henry David throw like the only, poetry right the there. Only, Almost the only is, issue I take with the biblical song <clears throat> is uh, when they when he's listing off. He says Raphael is the leader. Yeah, it's clearly not the case. It's, it's yeah. God, no, what it's, the hell is wrong face. with them? I know. You know, it's like I, know, I didn't watch the movie. It's like this guy's almost yeah. as bad Leonardo, as Xander, Michelangelo, up his and Donatello yeah. make up the pack with one other fellow, Raphael. He's the leader of the crew, transformed not, from the norm with the nuclear. It's all bullshit. Raphael uh, thinks he's kind of the leader from time to time, though. I mean, so he maybe straight that's... up calls uh, Leonardo the great leader. Yeah, maybe yeah, actually, yeah. The but then he challenges him in the beginning of the film leader, for not huh? being a leader. So Just you sit know. here on our butts. Maybe we should get into the movie. Yeah, it's probably better. Yeah. I'm just going to warn you. I will just go online, like just keep we saying are. lines Let's, from the movie. I, I wanted to, to real quick though. I did want to go through just a couple of the calf. Uh, calf, the <laughs> cast members, yeah. if that's okay. The cafeteria. Yeah, cafeteria. Get so, and you know, this is always my time to shine and screwing up names. Uh, so we got Judith Hogue. Hogue, thank you, uh, who plays April O'Neil. Um, she was 21 years old. Yeah. Really? Yeah. No. 21. Wow. She, she did not look that young. She looked, she yeah, she looked much young. older. Yeah, she did look older than 21. But if you see her recently, she still looks almost the same. So she's aged very well. Yeah, I was... You know, just tabs not, on not, her? just not off the start. <laughs> no, keep no, tabs on her? I mean, believe it or not, all of these people I'm going to mention, they don't have like major roles in in other movies and TV shows, but they're in all sorts of other movies and TV. Yeah, they're in a lot shows. of different things. So April O'Neil most uh, most recently was a recurring uh, role for the show Nashville, mm-hmm. um, and just a lot of other TV she was doing. I guess she was a bit of a prima donna. Uh, yes. at twenty one. Yeah, at twenty one. Yeah, she and was that's not why happy. she yeah, and that's why she was not invited back to do Turtles two either. Interesting right. thing about that is she she would complain about the schedule because I guess they were shooting like six days a week. Mm-hmm. She also wasn't happy with she didn't like the level of violence in the movie. Yeah, which is interesting because another one of her more recent TV credits, uh, she was in I believe it was the second episode of Sons of Anarchy, where okay. a man is beaten and castrated. And she wow. seemed to be okay with that. Guess. Well, you know, <laughs> with age, with age comes wisdom. Yeah, I mean, now Back she's like fifty, so you know. Back to the heavy uh, stuff. Elias, Ka- Elias, Cote. Elias, Elias. Not even wow. close. Do you even have you ever looked at names? You're not an English teacher, are you? I sure. No, am you're not. a teacher though. You've seen names, right? <laughs> I have them tell me their name, and then I remember. Let me help you. Yeah, okay. It's Elias Kateas. Oh, Kateas. Sorry. You see, so some of you were still wrong. And he's Greek like I am, and I still didn't get it right. Anyway, he's Casey Jones. Um, he does return in Turtles 3, and, and again, he's in tons of other roles. Um, I didn't write down all of them, but but you would see him in lots of different places. Again, he typically small plays roles, somebody TV creepy. and movies. So, yeah. Uh, Jay Patterson is Charles Pennington, who is April's boss. Um, he doesn't have as many roles as those two in other things, but um, since this is a, a crossover with Legend of Retro, He's been in three recent video games. Anyone oh, yeah? catch what they were? I I didn't look them up. No? Oh, nice. Uh, is this a pop quiz? Hot shot. I mean, not really. I there. guess if, if you had to guess, what do you think they might be? One was a really big hit this past year. Um, I'm going to guess <laughs> Just Cause 3. No. And not Spider-Man either. Far Cry. No, LPJ, I'm going to take a guess there. Super Smash Brothers Ultimate? You're an idiot. 
Uh, he was in both of the Red Dead uh, Redemptions. Really? Yep. Um, Is he Red Dead Redemption? Who did he play in Red Dead Redemption? I, it looked like he was. I haven't played the games. Like maybe he was in one of the I'm towns, just being a oh, voice. He's just like a okay. Yeah, and then he was also in Grand Theft Auto Four. So those are his video game um, roles credits. that he has there. Yeah, his credits. Uh, and then we've got Raymond Sarah, who is Chief Stearns. And this is another one of my pop quizzes, actually. Pop quiz, hot shot. While I was watching this film, I'm like, this dude totally fits being a New York City cop. And sure enough, when I look through his IMDb... Oh, that's he, like all he plays. That's all he plays. So... I want you all to take a guess. How many times in movies or TV shows is he a cop? 52. I, rem- I remember seeing him in at least three other things. Yeah. I'm going to say six other roles. Okay. I'm going to say he had 15 appearances as I'm a cop. S- I'm going to stick with 52. <laughs> I think it's up there. The answer is eight. Oh, so okay. he was an eight, which I find quite impressive there. Um, the last big name that I have who is also just really big news right now in Hollywood is, is Sam Rockwell. Yeah. Um, who, it was the main he, thug. He was yeah. thug yep. main, it was and, hilarious. And that was like his name. Like I didn't, he did not have a name in the movie. Um, I think his quote in the beginning was regular or menthol. Yeah. Talking about the cigarettes. Anything you want to do, do oh, it. Is. Anything you want, we got it. You got any cigarettes? Regular or menthol? There you go. And now he's got an Oscar for doing three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri, which is a fantastic movie if you've never seen it. Not an action movie, so I don't know what it is. That's, that's true. Okay. So uh, are there any other cast members anyone wants to bring no, up? I and mean, we talked about a lot of other things. So Yeah, we're good. Yeah. All right. Cool. So, And as far as the plot goes for this, I mean, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty straightforward. Um, we're just going to jump around in the plot and submit Yeah, I mean, have? I don't think we really need to get specifically into the plot. It's one of those things where... All right, then I'm going to start this off. The beginning. I just want to say that I've never seen thieves plan so much to steal wallets. Yeah, that's a that was lot a of very planning. complicated wallet theft. <laughs> it was a lot of planning just for a wallet. Yeah. Well, they, get, they took TVs. They, they emptied an entire truck I just, truck I just mean, point. like, right in the beginning, they exchange a wallet between, yeah. like, four people, handoffs, and then you give it to the most obvious redheaded kid leaning in an alleyway. Oh, uh, Dan- trying oh. to be inconspicuous. In, in yeah, you mean Danny? D- yeah. Danny? Danny doesn't just mix in with the crowd. <laughs> no, he's <laughs> the only ginger out. kid in this entire movie. Well, then he's a he's a young kid just leaning in an alleyway with his arms crossed. Like like that's not suspicious. He's there for like two seconds though before someone comes grab the before wallet, someone though. comes and hand grabs the wallet behind his back. I just I don't yeah, sorry. But you also see hilarious. the amount of uh, of activity on the streets, man. Like, yeah, we we knew what was happening because we literally had a camera showing us. But if by the time that person realized yeah. their wallet was gone, uh-huh. like, there's no way to trace who it was. Yeah, well, they also probably wouldn't have realized where their wallet was until they got like home. Right. Which then it doesn't even matter if they exchange it four or five times because they'll never find it anyways. Bingo. So, <laughs> and, and I guess I don't really understand what. Why is Shredder wanting all this? So, shit? so here's what I figured out. Okay. Oh yeah. Shredder's empire is a thrift store. <laughs> he <laughs> uses ninja and trains local youths to steal goods and house them in a warehouse to resell for in a thrift store. Look, I'm sure that that reselling and and whatnot definitely helped his bottom line. I'm but sure. But the idea is that I mean, if you look at the at the hideout, they had arcade games, they had 
uh, card games. They had a skate park. Like they had yes. all this stuff who attract youth, right. so that they can then. So did Michael Jackson. Okay. Right. And so, oh. <laughs> look, again, that's Man. that's the third person. <laughs> can we just stop bringing up alleged sex yes, crimes? Yes, yes, yes. Let's not do that the Ninja anymore. Turtles we're talking about. Well, they're a wholesome so, yeah, group. So the Shredder, yeah, they're, they're stealing all this stuff to attract, like, that's that's going to bring in the life sound, and then they yeah. can train them to they're, fight or They're or making an ar- a youth that. arcade in, with a thrift store. No, Xander, I, I can buy your point. Yeah. Okay, so then now we the, got... Now, the warehouse that they hide out at actually has appeared in a couple different movies. Pop quiz, hot shot! Yes, it has. Do you know what other two movies... Uh, I do know, because I looked it up. Is well, it... Give it up. I'm going to guess. Is it Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Nope. No. Uh, so I'm just thinking of big uh, warehouses. It ties in with The Legend of Retro, sort it of. It certainly does. It also ties into our show, because it was a movie we've done. Yes, it is. Oh, so, so this was in a video game. Okay. No, uh, it was in a video game movie. Oh, I don't know. Mortal Kombat? Nope. Uh, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, okay. And then for last action podcast, it was um, in The Crow. Yes, it, it was. was. What's his name? Top Dollars top Headquarters. Dollars. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Top Dollars Hideout when uh, when The Crow is like That's a great movie. I love brains. that movie. That movie was the worst fucking thing I've ever seen <laughs> on the show. I would rather watch G.I. Joe anyway. Uh, me too. <laughs> well, perfect, man. We're in agreement. Um, th- again, also, like, the theft, like, people aren't paying attention. Like, that guy's truck got cleaned out. No one even saw anything, and the right. other guy was signing the package. They right are at the truck. Ninja. Well, they're ninja. That's the point. <laughs> they're not invisible. But why are ninjas then going out in the middle of the day doing this shit? Yeah. Because right? they're ninjas really be good ninjas. And they're yeah. stealing. And in, in the movie, they quote from April, f- or I think it's from April, from skateboards to stereos <laughs> is what they're stealing. That's not a big range of uh, well, things. She's trying to be alliterative. She's a She's a... TV news anchor, yeah. <laughs> which I did have a question on that. Sure. So she's a reporter and a TV news anchor. Is no, that a common thing now? No, she was. That... She's a reporter, but they interviewed her on TV about her report. Oh, okay. Right. I, I was confused because it seemed like that was her show in the beginning, like her. No, her I think she was just doing like an editorial almost. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Right. Um, the only really the big question I had. So the whole reveal of the whole the whole origin of Splinter. Right, mm-hmm. so he's he's a rat. <laughs> yeah, let's get into this. Yeah, this he's was a, a, changed from the comics. Yeah, so from the co- in the comics he was he was um, he was Hamato Yoshi. Hamato Yoshi, who was turned into a rat because that was the last thing he touched. But mm-hmm. here he's a rat who mimics the movements of his master, who then turns into a larger rat. Was he a smart rat in the beginning? Sure. Did he fall into the toxic ooze too? How did he grow he, so, so big? he found the turtles he that were in it. Yeah, and well, he, I know he found them in it, but how come he's so big? Because he gathered he them. He said he gathered them, so he like, so that's what grew his. Size. So why right. he turned, why he didn't turn into a rat turtle is beyond me. But I think that this <laughs> is unless they just unless in this this world they just grow larger. <laughs> that's Which I think that is the, case, the because plot hole in this in movie. The, well, how come Splinter's not a turtle? Well, not necessarily <laughs> because in the second movie the the dandelions that got. Introduced to the mutagen just grew bigger. They didn't turn into human dandelions. Well, that's true. Yeah, so they just turned into bigger versions of themselves in the cinematic universe. I, I do want to universe. say <laughs> that I think Splinter's origins are from movies, the movie Witches, where they turn people into rats. Maybe. I just find the cinematography of the whole origin story to be kind of weird. It's a, it it's was, a weird it's puppetry. Really biz- it's very odd puppetry. It's got like a telescopic type of view Well, they, of they did that. On, they wanted it to look uh, older. I yeah. know, but it was just... No, it was kind of weird. It was it was kind of corny. And that like that stuff, all the all the puppetry stuff, uh, was filmed by Brian Henson. 
Is that Jim's brother? I'm Jim's guessing? son. Jim's son. Oh, yeah, his okay. son was a, was the uh, was the assistant director on this, the second unit director on this. Gotcha, gotcha. I do have to say that my favorite line, like when they kind of introduce Splinter, is when Raph complains and he goes, "I lost a sigh." Then, <laughs> then it is and gone. And then Splinter just goes, "Then it's then it is gone." I'm like, "Okay, well, get okay it back. Captain I'll Obvious." Get it back. I yeah, thought, no, no, no shit, it's gone. He just said he lost it. I, I legitimately thought that Raphael was going to go after his side. Instead, he literally did just go in the movies like he told the guys he was going to do. I, I thought he was going to hunt down the side. Do you guys remember what movie he went to go see? Critters. Yep. Which he hated. He was really upset about that. Pop quiz, hot shot. So uh, when the movie was filming, they were actually going to have him go to a different movie. And then he was going to walk out and be like, ah, stupid costume in a bad car or something like that as he walked out. What movie would he, was he originally going to go see? Batman. That's correct. That's correct. Nice. Yeah. I. Does, does Splinter sleep in a chair? Yes. That's all he sleeps in is a chair. Why does Shredder have so many TVs? Yeah, I also noticed that too. He's <laughs> really he's a he Look like at what he they steal. Get, <laughs> get enough TV. Enough. Why is he stealing a whole bunch of TVs? How does he have all those TVs? <laughs> I, I didn't together, ask guys. how. I asked why. Why does he have all those? To be TVs? menacing, I guess. I, I guess. I I also thought the uh, moment in the tunnel or the the subway when April was confronted by the Foot Clan, mm-hmm. which do you guys know what the parody of Pop Foot Clan quiz, is? Hot shot. I do. You I know. do. I you do know. as well, actually. I oh well, the you hand. all suck. The foot in the hand. The foot in the hand. Um, a lot of which, uh, by Ninja the way, Turtles that is... that Foot Clan member is one of the actors, yep. voice actors for one of the turtles, Donatello. And I just thought it was hilarious with his trick, where he <laughs> holds out his hand and he opens it up and he just slaps her. I just found that <laughs> really <laughs> funny. I actually really this liked is it. One of those, I deliver a it. message. Shut it. <laughs> this, <laughs> this scene actually contains. Uh, one of two uh, two moments in the movie I where, remember. as I watched growing up, I never thought anything of. But as I watch as an adult, I'm like, oh, my God, this is <laughs> crazy that they did this. So if you remember, when, when the Foot Clan comes down and they confront April, she turns and she says, uh, what are you guys from Sony? Am I behind on my payments? Yeah, yeah I yeah, thought yeah. that too. Like, holy crap. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> and my other, and this is like, I go back and this is like my favorite, one of my favorite lines of the movie is when they, uh, later on, when they go back to the, the sewer with Casey Jones. And uh, he's just he's real uncomfortable about the whole thing. And he goes, I, I'm going to go out. I'm just going to sleep in the truck. And Donatello goes, you're claustrophobic. Yeah. And he gets pissed and just turns and goes, I never even looked at another guy before. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that's a little weird. Yeah, I caught that this time around, too. I was thinking the exact same thing. I, I got to say, none of these jokes hit for me. Oh, my God. I got it. Also, in, in the joke. <laughs> like, none of this is funny. Right. Like, maybe as a kid, <laughs> this was funny. But I feel like as a kid, all these jokes probably went right over my head. Yeah. So there's... Th- this is not a funny movie. And then, <laughs> and then the joke when he was when Mikey was doing the impressions. Oh yeah. And oh, April's God, like, yeah. "Oh, Splinter must really like that one." I was like, "That's not because it's a, that's not it, funny." He's talking about rats. I, that's you oh. know, but that wasn't really funny. I was just like, I that didn't do anything for him. I thought the dialogue in this movie was really good. I, th- I mean, the, the dialogue. The, I thought it was, I thought it was well, well written. This movie. The chemistry between the turtles is really good, and I yeah. think that they're able to interact well. But there's just a lot of fluff. For comedic like purpose, but then it's not funny to me. Like I, I don't know all the catchphrases. I don't know. Sometimes it just felt a little too hammy. I, I would say I thought Splinter actually had some really cool stuff to say. I really liked it whenever he talked. Yeah, yeah. You Splinter know. has his uh, his ending dialogue with with Shredder is one of my favorite favorite lines of dialogue in the movie. 
Oh, when he says Kalabanga at the end? No. I know. <laughs> I was just saying. Death comes for us all, Urokusaki. <laughs> yeah. No, I... Yeah, I mean. So, so Splinter's death or uh, Shredder's death, right? Oh God! Does that he was get so anticlimactic? Does he get crushed in the? Yes. Oh yeah, I he said that Casey in the gar in the garbage. Casey truck. murdered I mean, him. Well, that's the thing. Casey definitely <laughs> Casey, murdered his he ass. Murdered and how him. come his helmet like just crushed like a can? There should have been blood and guts and oh, the helmet could have fallen off. All over. Yeah, the helmet fell off. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, he obviously <laughs> survived for the second movie, yeah. right? And that was my next question: Is wait a minute, he's in the other one? So I mean, there how, was how other garbage work? in there he could have you know he could have been also been completely I, gotta, crushed. I gotta say it's also a, a kids movie guy okay? like, yeah, <laughs> which I they shouldn't have had that scene at all then just have mm-hmm. them fall off of the 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 10 story building and, and it. say it's done why 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 does casey jones gotta go oops as he turns on the smasher and, and shredder isn't threatening to me he's like a wimpy skinny guy he was not very tall either he did, and he had so many pointy things for no reason. I know, right? And why did oh, the turtles... Oh, All right, go ahead. You go first with the pop quiz. So to to combat this, they fight Shredder. Only one turtle hits him. Yeah. Yeah, Leonardo. Yeah, fine. You're the worst. <laughs> <laughs> All right. But yeah, like he's, he's just single-handed. Like, yeah, so he's he's a small in frame, but he he takes them all out. And, but then that's my question I was going to ask, too. Why in the hell are they all going after him one at a time? There's fucking four of you. Well, he even Shreddy even comments that. I know. He's, He's like, like three you of you with your weapons hell. could have potentially taken me. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's like they're really well, bad. Yeah, well, I mean, they're, they're really also. Well, how at, is it they took out all of the damn Foot Clan? Which at, at one point it reminded me of like a video game where yeah. like eighty of them like come out. It was of like it was like Smash TV. <laughs> yeah. I would, I would imagine they they took them on one by one because of their training. They were brought. They were taught by Splinter, who watched Matryoshka, who was an honorable man. So to team all team all four of them up against one, while not strategically accurate, would probably hold up with the fact yeah, that they are good guys. But Dude, they you do, have no flaw in this but, movie. But I they, don't. They do form. <laughs> He's just back with another point. They form. It's, it's a good point. Nail this thing down. Do they point. form a turtle bowling ball though and attack a guy? Yeah, because two on they are one. being attacked by a, a no, whole I'm bunch just of saying, other people. If yeah, they got honored, they'd fight them one on one. They were on. I do have to say, they also uh, at Legend of Retro crossover here. They play Narc. <laughs> One of the yes, arcade do. games was Narc, and I thought that was great. Um, that was Dead Eye, wasn't it? That brought that game. Yeah, it was Dead Eye. Yeah. I gotta say, the whole movie, I thought Danny was wearing a Billy Idol shirt, and no, then I found uh, out that Sid it was Vicious. Sid Vicious. Yeah, yeah. and I'm pretty sure he wears is a Sid Vicious. Yeah, shirt. I was just like, that's really funny that he's really into Billy Idol. I was like, oh wait, no, it's not Billy Idol. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> With a rebel, yeah. yeah Danny wants more, more, more. Oh, God. And then also, in the antique shop, why does April say, oh, there used to be a trap door to the basement? Like, what, do they remove those after a while? Why does she have access to the antique shop? It's, her, she, it's, hers. it's hers. It's her dad. Oh, yeah, is it hers? She says yeah. it in the movie. All right. Well, she she only keeps it open part of the time. Listen, I'm just going to bring this up now. I'm not going to lie. This movie bored me. Listen here. Did it really? <laughs> listen it here, uh, a camel I was, breath. I was not. What so we'll, we'll just we'll do like a Patreon <laughs> special where, where LPJ and I can just talk about how good this movie we is. We could. And three people will listen. <laughs> um, I also got to say. I don't know. I just, it, I, it just wasn't that exciting to me. What, do, you, just, do you remember I, it being more exciting previously? Like, I did. As a kid, like, I knew when scenes were coming up. I don't know. I think the fighting just wasn't, eh, the fighting was just okay. You know, the I was waiting for the big final battle with Shredder 
And man, did that underwhelm me. Mm-hmm. You know, they were all going at it one at a time. And then Splinter shows up at the end and Shredder just simply runs after him and falls off. Like, really? That's how you're going to end this guy? As, as Chop said, with fucking knives and spikes all over him, he just falls off the building? He was also really Like, shiny. why couldn't there have been, like, some epic showdown? And, and there wasn't. I, my favorite part of the movie is Casey this Jones. Because his, his scenes are his entire intense. life because he was flawed by a rat. That's so got to be super embarrassing for him. And when he finds out that this thing that's been causing, taking down his empire is the rat that also scratched his face, he flies into a rage. Mm. But that rage wasn't very believable. He should have yelled and screamed. You know, well, he's, he, if he, he's also only seen this rat like hung up on chains and weak. Barely yeah, so living. how so did he, he not make that connection the whole time? Well, I was going to well, say, why if, would you assume that the rat from your, from your younger years is all of a sudden this giant mutant in front of you? Obviously, he's got the mask over his face because that rat has scarred him you know mentally i, I would say i would say he would hate all rats he, start, he, would probably he starts to make the connection but he never fully realizes it until he until splinter just spells it out for him because he says there he's like uh he's the turtles have not been seen for many days why do you care and he goes there's something about the way they fight something familiar and yeah so he's he's slowly putting it together and so when it finally gets revealed to him he's he's super pissed and he just runs at him i guess I don't know. And then his death is his own doing because he tried to be sneaky. He... And spear cam. Spear cam? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> they had a cam on a spear when he went to go after Splinter. Oh, yeah, I guess they did. <laughs> I was like, ooh, spear cam. <laughs> oh. I really wish yeah, there was a bit in the, in the bottom corner that it would, like, flash spear cam. And <laughs> thought that would be really no, funny. No, that'd be stupid. Um, I, I guess the only other couple things I want to say real quick are... They leave that manhole cover open a lot. And I think there was probably a bunch of car accidents down that street. <laughs> that would have caused a lot of attention to it. It also seemed really easy for them to open the manhole cover. Yeah, those manhole are, heavy, are heavy. Especially that one, which is They're a lot bigger turtles. than a normal man cover. <laughs> I'm going to give Xander that one. They are mutant turtles. Well, I will, be yes. Because, yeah, but Danny lifts it, though. And they do it all the time. Well, Raph also ran forever carrying April <laughs> in his arms. Like, if that was me, like... 40 feet, I think that's as far as I would have. I wouldn't have been able to make it upstairs, probably, uh, for that case. But it, he, there's just, yeah, this movie is is hokey and cheesy, and it's it's fun to a point, but I think it's one of those things as, as a kid, because of the cartoon, the toys, and I'm a child, I don't know better, I enjoyed it a lot more than when I'm watching it now as an adult, where it's aged like like uh cinematically and like how it looks aged well everything about story this movie is and aged action super well. and the comedy to me falls flat mm-hmm. man up until marvel started cranking out these excellent movies this was one of my favorite comic book movies of all time i agree all right so i want to get into a little uh a different section of the show called role reversal before we do that i have one last pop quiz and oh. I know I say a lot of quiz, hot shot. a lot of lines in this movie are my favorite, but this is my go-to quote from this movie. What is the address of the turtles? Uh, oh. Something in an eighth. It's uh, 20-something in an eighth, isn't it? Go ahead. 122 and an eighth. Yeah. 122 and an eighth. Is that his pop quiz? Why is, why is that so, so oh, Because I just love that line of where he's like, 122... 122 and an eighth. Well, the guy who's delivering the pizza is is uh, the the cost the in costume actor for Michelangelo. That's right. Yep. All right. Role reversal. This is where I give you the name of an actor or actress 
who turned down or passed on the role. And you need to tell me if you think the movie would have been better or worse with that person in it. Oh, Billy Crystal. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we already <laughs> went over it. We already did Billy this. Billy Crystal's Zan <laughs> And it would have been a better movie. Yes, right. Uh, so for Master Tatsu, it was going to be Professor Toru Tanaka, who is Sub-Zero in The Running Man. Ooh, yes. Much better. I don't know. I mean, I just like... I like this movie as it is. So I think everything that they did. How well do you think he could grunt? Because that's all Tatsu does. <laughs> yeah. he that's not even lines. his voice. His voice was dubbed by, uh, <laughs> by like a, it was like a, like a Scottish man or somebody. Oh, did you just oh, make geez. that up? Or was no, I'm really serious. The guy that had a voice actor. The guy that. I knew he had a voice actor, but is he really Scottish? I don't know if he's Scottish or not. He had like a, an Irish or Scottish last Michael name. Michael McConaughey. Yeah, McConaughey. Mm. <laughs> so you're just assuming he's Scottish because his last name is McConaughey. Yeah, I pulled the U. Sorry. Hey, whatever. He's uh, got you there. So the, he's uh, he's also Astaroth from the Soul Calibur series. Oh, Michael McConaughey. Yeah. Oh, Michael McConaughey. Matt, Matthew McConaughey? McConaughey. Is that was that was? I don't know. <laughs> all right, all right, I, I all right. Was... I'm Master Tensu. <laughs> 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 These kids keep getting older, and I oh wait, no, it's not going to. Yeah, it's not that. Nope. Uh, so initially, uh, the person that was going to direct this was Russell Mulcahy, who directed Highlander 2 and Resident Evil Extinction. Wow, that's a big gap, isn't that? It <laughs> is. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'm sure he had stuff in between. Well, yeah. maybe. Who knows? Highlander uh, 2, a great movie. We suck. It's awful. <laughs> awful movie. It was terrible. We I, should do I, it for this podcast. I, I would say probably not. That probably wouldn't be a good no. role. I agree. Man, he's, he's done a ton of video games. Who? Um, uh, Michael McConaughey or David, whatever. You're still on that. I am because he's Michael got McConaughey. A, he's McConaughey got a, did a bunch of video games. Yeah, dude, he's got a really impressive list. Okay, save it for your show. Moving around. <laughs> All right, so here's the big one for April. Jennifer Beals, better or worse? Jennifer Beals or Beal? Jennifer Beals. Because there's two, isn't there? Isn't there a Jennifer? Beals? You're thinking Jessica Beals. Jessica Beals. Oh, Jessica been like eight. Jennifer Beals. Know who Jennifer Beals is from Flashdance. Okay. Oh, the it. the brunette. Not bad. Yeah. Yeah, that wouldn't, yeah, okay. I wouldn't mind her. Marissa Tomei. Yes, no. I think she'd be great. I don't think that would have been a good call. I, think yeah, I don't think. I think that. I think this would have ruined her career. <laughs> no, she would have been a true New Yorker. Sandra Bullock. No. Um, no. You know what? I I can see some of that like speed innocence in there. I think she could do it. Okay. Speed innocence. Nicole Kidman. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. What? <laughs> no. No. Nicole Kidman would be a no. No. Melanie Griffith. No. Um, yeah. I don't think Melanie Griffith could, no. No. Sean Young. Who? Uh, from Blade Runner. Um, oh. From was she the Ace Rev- Ventura. Which, what was she in Ace Ventura? She was the detective. She was not Courtney Cox. <laughs> She's not Courtney Cox. <laughs> I would say oh, no. No. Nah. Uh, Lorraine Bracco. I don't know who that is. Lorraine Bracco from The Sopranos. Never saw The Sopranos. Nope. nope. Winona Ryder. And you know who she mm. is. I bet Winona would make. A, I, she I think she would make one. a good. April. She would do a really good job. And then the last one is Brooke Shields. No. Yeah, I could see Brooke Shields. She's doing too that. tall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. She's too tall. She'd be really? way taller than the turtles. <laughs> That's racist. Um, <laughs> which, by the way, how is that racist? The, the turtles, <laughs> the turtles are like super short in the comics. They and are. They're, they're only like and they made them feet tall. and they made them really tall in this. Well, they didn't well, want to turn this into really Wizard tall. of Oz. They weren't going to bring little people to be the right. Ninja Turtles. Oh, okay. Then, but um, that would have made them. Oh, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> stop talking! Stop talking! <laughs> they had a couple for for Casey Jones, but I didn't know who either of these two people were: Richard Norton and Ben uh, Urquidez. No idea. No, I don't know. 
Um, Casey Jones was good who he was. Yep. No, Elias. I agree. I, I don't think anybody else could have done that role any better. No. No, he did do a great job. He yeah. he is the Totes. thing that I do actually love about this movie. Yeah, he's he's great. You know, and I, when I was younger, I thought he was super annoying. Um, but now that I'm older, I think you're right. I think he's probably the best part of this movie. I wanted more of him after seeing the movie as a kid. I, I really liked his character. And then anytime I would see Casey Jones portrayed in the cartoon mm-hmm. or any other format I, and it didn't live up to him, I, I didn't like it. And he, he's just he's a good guy in the movie, too. You yeah, know? he like really he's, is. He's, he's just a dick. No, no he's not even. Well, he's kind of a dick to April. Yeah, he's but, a chauvinist somehow guy. They have he's a taking ro- classes and insensitivity. Somehow they have a romance there at the end, but, you know, whatever. I guess you go up to the n- upstate, and that creates a romance. Yeah, by the way, her house is an old farm. Where are there farmlands near New York? Upstate. Well, upstate. upstate. Is Wait, it really what? farmland? Yeah. yeah. Well, there was no farm. It was just, like, forest, like... Well, that's well, because she that, wasn't there anymore. Yeah, the house was pretty much abandoned, right? Yeah, yeah it, was it was her grandfather's well house. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know anything about geography. It was like shit from the 1950s. It looked very vintage. Yeah, well, the, it was. Uh, the farmhouse, because no one was there. <laughs> the whole farmhouse thing is uh, another really, uh, really rem- or memorable uh, part of the movie is when uh, Casey Jones and Donatello are trying to fix the truck and they're insulting them each other in alphabetical order. Yeah, that, that's, yeah where, that's where I said camel breath came. <laughs> that's where it came from. <laughs> so good. So... Did you know that there's an alternate ending to this movie? I did, actually, yeah, but go ahead. So, apparently, um, how the movie was supposed to end was April and Danny were supposed to pitch the Ninja Turtles to a comic book publisher. And while they were doing this pitch, the Ninja Turtles were outside the window, like, listening in. And I guess, like, Michelangelo was supposed to fall or whatever, and then they just didn't add any of that into the movie. You can actually. That's it's on. Uh, it. It's on YouTube. You they can did watch. say you can. Yeah, you can get access to it if you really want to. But I feel like that just would have been like, I don't know, just a it weird. Been, it would have been a nice, nice button, like an after credit scene or something. Yeah. They, they never really did after credit scenes then. No, not at that time. Yeah. But yeah. No, they did after credit raps, which were awful. <laughs> yeah, so good. <laughs> Way awesome. better. All right, and so I'm let's, really disappointed that you guys didn't love this. Well, movie. hold on, let's like, write it. Let's see what happens. Let's let's write. Let's give them the benefit. You never of know. I might change my mind in the next twenty seconds. Nope. All right, so um, <laughs> I don't know who who wants to go first. Well, usually we have our guests go first, so I think we should have. I'll let uh, Xander go, go not first because I know he has a lot to say about this. In respect to him, this movie was all right. Let's <laughs> get uh, I I like I said before I really enjoyed how it looked other than the fact that everybody was wet all the time. That was really grossing me out. Everything just seemed really wet. I don't know why. Um everybody looked wet. Like it started off with like the ground was wet. Like Splinter was wet all the time. Raph was wet all the time. But he like you only saw rain until like 40 minutes in the movie. It's like okay. She was wore takeaway? she wore a raincoat in the beginning. That, there was no rain. The raincoat was I know it's an homage. I know, April, right? I know it is. But anyways, so besides everybody being really wet, <laughs> the turtles never look wet. Yeah, they do. I mean, besides Raphael's in the tub in the farm, yeah, which they, is they he in a wet. coma? What? Why is he not? Why do they have him for face days? down in a tub? He's, <laughs> he's <laughs> sulking. He's sulking. Take him to a hospital. Anyways, he anyways, had like a really bad concussion and just had to like rest for a while. Put him in a he bed. Got thrown, you know, he got dropped like two stories from that skylight. It's true. Put him and in a bed. and he uh, was laying half out of the bathtub. That is not comfortable. 
Sorry, he, probably sh- he probably shouldn't be sleeping if he has a and concussion. And Leonardo's just staring at him like he's somehow going to pop up to life. Anyway, back to your rating. Um, so I thought it looked so great. And it's the wetness. Um, <laughs> the animatronics are great. Jim Henson's amazing. The the actors themselves portraying physically and how they talked was amazing. I thought it held up really, really well. The storyline was kind of weird to me with the fact that Splinter or uh, Shredder wanted to run a arcade thrift store <laughs> and um, like they were very organized like I don't think you can get kids that organized at that age regardless of what they're doing and you're a teacher Sphinx yeah, how so, is Danny the only one pissed about the yeah. whole situation and they on? all seem to give up their family real easy at the end there that's real anyways um, if I had to give this on yeah, the thought, uh, a, machine gun, a machine gun uh, out rating out of five I'd probably give it uh, two and a half. Wow. That's probably what I'll give it. Yeah, I'm going to knock it down actually a notch lower. I'm going to give the sucker a two, even though I went ahead of Xander. I'm sorry. No, it's I, fine. I just got overexcited. Sorry, right, we'll save us. For the, for <laughs> we'll make sure there people go. leave with a good I, taste in their mouth. I, a lot of the things that Chop said, I do agree with. I, Especially the wet part. <laughs> the wet part I never really thought about. But, <laughs> but now it's all I'm thinking about. Ew. <laughs> um, animatronics are great. The movie... You know the way it looks holds up really well here in 2019. I I can see why five year old, four year old Sphinx really liked this movie. It just was was kind of dull to me looking at it now. Um, I was hoping for a little bit more. Casey Jones makes the movie great. I, I wish the battle, the fighting was a little bit more intense. Again, it, it is supposed to be a, a, a kids movie, I guess. Uh, I'm sticking with it too. Wow. You want me to go next? Sure. All right, I'll go next. You guys are, I don't even know what your issue is. Moist. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Sphinx just threw up. He oh. almost spit his coffee all over the studio. This movie. There's almost wetness all around. <laughs> everything holds up in this movie. The, 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 the look, the feel. The, the fabric of our lives. The fabric <laughs> of our lives. Is this cotton? Yes. Cotton. This movie is cottony soft. And what? It's love. I love this movie. I love the way it feels on my body. It's like taking a shower. It's like taking. It's like taking a nice nap in fresh clothes. In a bathtub. In a bathtub. <laughs> with your Anyways, go with, go with your review. Go with your review. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I like this movie a lot. I thought the dialogue is really good in it. Um, yeah, the plot's a little weird, but it's a comic book movie about anthropomorphic turtles who fight a guy with spiky shoulder pads. <laughs> no, damn I, mean, it, I wanted more. I mean, come plot. on. What do you expect? <laughs> this is going to be like Inception. I mean, come on. Um, but yeah, all the performances were really good, despite the fact that the faces were totally animatronic. I thought the turtles actually emoted incredibly well. Um, so, I mean, just the technological feat alone gives this thing a few extra points. Uh, and it's just it's pure nostalgia for me. I mean, a lot of this is nostalgia. But I'm going to give this I'm gonna give this a four. I mean, I just really like this movie. I like watching this movie. I had no problem sitting down and watching part of it again today. Uh, with While you were son. in the bathtub. <laughs> <laughs> this movie's a with four. Tanner, take it away. I, so... Obviously, I love this movie. Like, that's I've watched this movie more times than I can remember. Like, there were times when I was working at the video store, I would just put this on on repeat through my entire shift. There would be customers that would walk in and they'd see the TV. <laughs> like, walk out? No, they'd see <laughs> it and be like, "Oh, Matt must be working." 
Oh, okay, okay. cool. You were known. <laughs> you were that guy. Yeah. It was either my, it, the, if Ninja Turtles was on, it was either me or my district manager was at the store that day. Nice. <laughs> uh, everything about this movie to me holds up. I think the dialogue is great. Uh, again, it's something that I can quote all day long, and I'm actually disappointed to myself that it, I didn't do it more during the podcast. But I don't think you two would have let me. So, it's, no, it's really all your fault. Uh, this is on my Mount Rushmore movies. I'm giving this a five oh, out of five. Wow. I have, what? Like, Listen, uh, I was willing to allow hey, OPJ no, no, no. to go with a four. No, a don't you put on his joy. I don't know. I'm not letting that. you do it. You're not coming he, back. Is your Mount Rushmore made of latex? <laughs> <laughs> It is. It is a. It is a very wet mountain scope. That's for sure. <laughs> Moist man. I will Moist. die on this mountain with you, Xander. I appreciate five that. five machine guns for this movie. I. I. It, only because I can't give it more. Uh, <laughs> you do God. you. That's that's disappointing. You know what's hey, not disappointing? You know what? It's it's okay. I can still just be cordial with you guys because wise men say forgiveness oh, is divine. God but never pay full price for late pizza. There you go. That's true. I almost think we should just end the episode on that. We don't even need to plug anything else. No, we probably should. We yeah, you're right. We probably should. You know what we should definitely plug? The what? next episode of The Legend of Retro that we're about to appear on as part of the spectacular Last Action Podcast Legend of Retro crossover spectacular. Now, we're also releasing both of these episodes at the end of March for the 29th anniversary of this, this movie coming out. That is correct. So. And this is part of our March Madness yes. series where we're doing all Nintendo Entertainment System games. Yep. And since it's the end of March, April brings showers, and that makes April wet all the time. So Yikes. Okay. Just makes whoa, sense. whoa, okay. whoa. That's I meant the month. Whoa, wow. that's, whoa. That's, oh, that's the fourth okay, section. I'll, I'll, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'll wow. take it from here. Listen to the Legend of Retro podcast. Every Thursday in GameZillaMedia.com on all your favorite podcast app. There we also have tons of other shows every day of the week but Saturday. So you get the GameZilla podcast, you have Movie Blast with Bob and Bax, Noobs and Dragons, and, and I'm sure this is Sphinx's favorite podcast right now, Noiseland Arcade. I am thoroughly enjoying the Noiseland what Arcade. What a liar. Listen to you no, lie. No, every single time they do an episode, I watch the episode after I listen to them talk about it. And then I like to comment on the Discord afterwards <laughs> to either agree or disagree with what they have to say. There you go. I am thoroughly enjoying Noiseland Noise Arcade. So, yeah, go to GameZillaMedia.com, see what we have to offer, or find us on your favorite podcast app. Excellent. Is there anything the two of you would personally like to plug? Um, just, I mean, just go and watch this movie. Yeah, you know what? I'm gonna plug you know, this movie. I'm go not. watch the I want to say Teenage Turtles movie. Watch Turtles Two first. No, for what? the Ninja Rap. Get out of here. <laughs> we should have. And then everything we really should and have. everything the, in two is less wet than one. <laughs> I will tell you that. The oh. <laughs> the only Ninja Turtles movie Xander. you need to stay away from is is number three. I used and to watch it. Okay, you used so, to watch it. I used to watch that a lot, oh, and then man. I and I regret that. One? Yeah, I regret that. I have guilt about it. I can't believe I. I had but the not about figures. the atrocious things you said about this movie. No, oh, man. no, I actually feel relieved about it. <laughs> Did you guys see the the animated 2007 movie? Absolutely. Yes, not. I have. I, liked I it. have it. I haven't watched. It was it. really, really good. good. It is very very good. It's Did not... you watch it on the Blu-ray they gave you? No, I've watched it before. Okay, it's on that Blu-ray they let you borrow. Yeah, I know. It had that image on the cover. Yeah, I know. I I'm... can look at pictures and know what they are. Wow. 
All right, so this has been the last action podcast. Thanks crossover for being here, guys. with Legend of Retro. Thank you, thank you. Chop Xander, thank you so much for being with us today. And well, that will do it for our episode. This episode has been terminated. But we'll world be back. Who? Wait, what? World be back? I said we'll be back. No, do it again. Cowabunga. Cowabunga. Much better.